What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 303. On this episode, I'm joined by Itcha Boy H2. Uh, we'll talk about the Patreon merch shop, some music talk, some crazy talk, some conspiracies, more music talk, and then some TV shows. Uh, thanks for checking us out. What up? Welcome to a podcast. No. Um, first thing I'm getting to is the shit that gives me just barely enough money to support this podcast. And that is patreon.com slash a podcast. You can go there and you can join some other folks who chip in a little bit and keep this dream alive. It's, uh, you know, made for the people. Uh, give a dollar more a month. You'll get early access to all the episodes. Give enough. You can be a co-producer. Like my mother, Marshall Adarm Initiative Bear, it's your boy H2.com, who's going to be on this episode, and Graveyard Entertainment. So shout out all of them for, uh, like I said, keeping this shit going. Um, also, we have a merch shop. It is uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo, or the new one is a podcast I believe. And um, yeah, anyway. That that's the shits. Also, you can replace a podcast mo and put a to the mo in there if you want to see some of my a to the mo merch. Probably a lot cooler, to be honest. Um, more variety, anyway. Um, so anyway, guess we need to get to it. Uh, our guest we're calling this week is like I said, co-producer of the podcast here, and uh, he, he calls in every few months. And uh, he's a rapper out of shit. I think. Tennessee, maybe Kentucky. God damn, I can't believe I can't remember. We'll ask him. And um, anyway, he's a rapper. He also has all these crazy conspiracy theories. Not even really necessarily conspiracy theories, just like crazy H2 thoughts is what I'm going to call him. And, uh, you know, sometimes we talk about that. So anyway, let's just give him a call. Yo, what's up, man? Nothing much, man. How's it going? Uh, it's going. It's going. Coming in kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie on the audio. Is it? Yeah, it's like real crackly, like you're on a CB radio. Hmm. What about now? Yeah, it sounds good now. Okay, cool. There you go. I'll just hold the phone up to my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, oh. if you don't, if you need a break, you know, we can always run a noise gate. It'll be all good. Um, okay. Um, so anyway, right. man, uh, how the fuck's it going? Man, it's going. Just been just busy. Burnt out this week, man. Work burnt me out. But besides that, I mean, I'm just staying busy. As far as the music goes, just dropping, right? Featuring, yeah, yeah. You, know. you uh, put out a project this the week of us recording, so I guess a week ago. Once this comes out, uh, and what's the name of that? What's the idea? You know, let us know all about that shit. Uh, it's the vaccine, right? Like the play on vaccine, but vaccine. I like that vaccine. Yeah, exactly. So, because basically, anybody that says it, I mean, you're still it. It still sounds like you're saying vaccine. So. It's like nobody's going to take the time to like put the emphasis on the F. Right. So they're just going to be like the vaccine. And it's like, you know, but um, basically, oh, well, what happened was I had no idea that I was even going to drop it. But after putting out 11 mixtapes, I had 26 songs that were all 
you know, done by certain producers that I know, you know, personally. So I knew that I could, I could, uh, present that as an album. Right. So, and I was just like, well, fuck, I'll just, you know, I started listening to all the songs and I was like, I noticed how the themes kind of repeat. There are certain themes that repeat themselves, you know, certain punchlines, maybe, maybe a different variation on the punchline that I've said in something else. So I was like, okay, so it's kind of like you get the first dose and then, you know, a little bit down the line, you get the second dose. You might even get a third dose, you know, so just like the vaccine. A dose every year forever. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just um, basically it's not to get too crazy or whatever the case is, um, because I'm going to really pick my spots this time (laughs) as far as what I talk about, because last time I got off the rails and I've now I've I've kind of got it down to a science because I've talked to so many people about it that now I kind of know what I can talk about and what I can't talk about and, you know, where, where the, I might be able to get some relativity, you know? Right. But, um, basically it's, I've got a song that, um, got over 43 million streams in the last year. So, and the song's called blueprints. And it's the last song on my deformed album that I put out in 2018. And it's basically just me. I'm just spitting facts about, you know, um, things that have happened in my life and, you know, things that, uh, moments in time. And, um, and I just, I don't know, man, like I was down and out one day and I hadn't checked my royalties in a year. So I go to check my royalties and boom, thirteen hundred dollars is in is in my account. Hell and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know? So then I go looking at the numbers and I'm like, holy shit, this song is over forty three million streams. On the like on which site was that on that on you? Facebook. Oh, on hell Facebook. Yeah. I didn't even know they paid like, you through Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly that's that's how I felt. I was like, what the fuck? So like my body is like, I'm getting chills wall to wall about it because i'm just like 43 million how do you even like, upload music to facebook i'm so confused now. i don't know i have, I have no idea <laughs> i have no idea i'm just like so i can't you know can't nobody sit there and say that i'm fraudulent about right. it because hell i don't even know how the shit works is it kind of like I mean? uh instagram and tiktok where like they can put a video like the music in their story is that what it's counting because if so that's awesome i just don't even know where I to know, listen to right? music at on facebook exactly or did they make it there there was where you could have a profile song oh, on okay. facebook and if it was 43 million people making that their profile song then that's fucking amazing right well you know i what mean I'm saying? to me i mean it's obviously not because you know as a music artist i understand as well like I would love to get 43 million plays on anything, you know, especially for the money. Um, but it is weird to get like 43 million plays, but like no one's hitting you up, you know, on social exactly. media being like, hey, I like that song. Like that would be odd, you know, to get that many plays and like no one's even reaching. That It's just that's great. But if they paid you, and fuck it. That's and that's where the plot thickens. Right. right. So um, talking about, you know, um so all those songs basically on the vaccine are like blueprints, 
they're they're very the songs are layered a certain way and like i have the the sing songy choruses the harmonizing and it's minimal ad libs there's not really um there's not really a lot of bangers on it you know so it's like it's more of a uh, it's an intimate affair right so something that you just you just have to listen to you just have to listen and take it all in and at the same time this is the thing is what i talked to forgotten one about at his uh release thing that he did through twitter we were talking and and i was telling him some things and he said he said man my body's tensing up right now from you telling me this and i said well yeah cuz your body recognizes it even if your ego doesn't you know your ego won't let you believe it because of everything you're indoctrinated in already that you, that your mind is already to that point where it's like, no, nah, none of that shit's real. Like none of this could be even remotely real. You know what I mean? So like our bodies are smarter than what we give them credit for or what we've been taught, you know, through science and things of that nature. And, um, the whole world is really based on vibration and frequency. And you raise your vibration, like the highest vibration is love. So, you know, love, peace, understanding, all that, that raises your vibration. But then also uh, consciousness. So like us as artists, we're constantly raising our consciousness because we're speaking from, we're speaking from our subconscious when we're rapping. You know, like you do interweave it with your life and like things that you've went through, but then you also say things that you necessarily wouldn't think to say in regular conversation. Yeah, I, mean, I would say for you know? me uh, as a rapper, every everything I rap is rather uh, it's true or it's something that has went through my mind. Like there is no like there's nothing I do that's not somewhat me, you know, if that makes sense. Like some people I know can do like a character or a persona or like this song's about cars. So I'm going to rap about the cars I love. Like, I'm not like that. Like my shit is very much introspective from the, the right, brain right. of me. Yeah. So I get right. that. And I mean, I'm the same way. So like you hear my verses and stuff, like even on songs, like, like, um, the song I just sent you the, the one that you played on the last show, Simon says, like, yeah. even though it's aggressive and it's mean, it's really my mind and how my mind works. And, um, like the verse itself, because I jump from all these different themes all through one verse. That's the one thing about me is like, I'm never, I never sit on one subject too long. I'm always like bouncing all over the place. Right. But yeah. um, for me, just to kind of touch on that, um, like I think for my music lately and even on the beats, you know, I make the beats and stuff. So I kind of think it plays into it. I right. I, I never knew or thought I had ADHD or ADD or anything like that growing up. But um, I got arrested when I first got to college. And part of this thing I had to do to not get it to go on my permanent academic record was I had to go to this counseling. And in that counseling, they attach this fucking thing on my head. Uh, like you see, I have a sci fi movie that reads your brain waves and shit. 
And right. uh, they were like, so you have ADHD? And I was like, no. And they're like, no, see your brain though. You do have it. And I was like, yeah, but I don't like, no one's ever diagnosed me. And they're like, well, you're making it, but you totally have it. And, and like, so that's what they told me. So I never really cared. But now when I'm making beats, I notice like I'll make a beat a little faster than it should be, you know, and it feels like slightly out of control. And it's like, but to me, it plays into the way my brain thinks. Like, I feel like my brain's thinking just a little too fast. So I'm going to make the beat just a little too, when it's my song, you know? So like, right. right. I don't know. I do like a little weird shit, but I'm like, yeah, that's because it's me anyway. Well, kind of like, well, well kind of like I, I can, I can totally relate with that because like all my life, I've never been diagnosed with anything. And then in 2019, I got, um, I had an episode and I ended up going to the mental hospital and for like 10 days. Right. And, and you mentioned diagn- on the last one. Di- so if people want to check it out. Well, yeah, my, I was diagnosed with bipolar. Right. So, and basically nobody knew it because all this time I've been hiding it in the music. Right. Like, when you start listening to my music and you and you hear everything that I'm talking about, then you're like, okay, now now it kind of makes sense, you know. But um, at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I'm just a, I feel like I'm just a moody individual, anyways. So it's like, you know, when you're around me personally, I'm cool, calm, collective, whatever. But then when I get on the microphone, I'm I'm just somebody totally different, like, you know, split personality. I understand. I, uh, I think most people think me as very uh, calm and, and a cool guy. Um, but it comes out in my real life as well as sometimes on the microphone where like I can get really short with people and it's like, you like, I got like, real tough real quick. And I'm like, not normally like that. And then those moments people are all like, Oh shit. And not that I'm like mean or scary or anything. I don't know. But there right, are moments right, where right. people are like, Oh God, I didn't see that one coming. And then I've noticed like even people I, I talk to on the internet, sometimes I just give them a very blunt, you know, DM of some sort and people kind of take it the wrong way. And I'm like, whoops, my bad. You know, like it wasn't mine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people read, uh, read way into stuff like that. Fuck now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, but, um, but with the vaccine, there's a lot of, uh, I tell a lot of stories about things that have happened, you know, when I was a child and, um, I just, I'm, I mention a lot of different things. I'd rather not highlight them because I'd rather somebody just listen to them in the song but um like i said it's all factual stuff and that's even that even goes as far as you know um like don't leave me when i start talking about the witchcraft and talking about how you know the world's been run for thousands of years you know those are facts to me because i feel them in my body so i'm presenting them to people as facts now they're going to discern it because they don't know but I had the epiphanies, you know what I mean? Like I felt it the moment it hit me. So making these infinite connections is crazy. It's, it's so crazy. Like, and then I finally figured out the, the two main ones that get people when I show them things, you know, they're like, they're like, well, how, how are you even coming up with all this stuff? I'm like, I don't know. It's just the way I'm wired. It's like, Simple shit like, you know, like how they say words are weapons, right? So if you take the S in words and you move it to the front, you get sword. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's a weapon. So, okay, that's just like, that's a basic saying. Well, to me, but, my brain actually kind of goes there because I've played those phone games. 
you know, like there'll be a game where like all those five letters will be at a thing that's like spell all the words you can with these collection of letters. So for whatever reason, I do think my brain also thinks in weird uh, puzzle ways. You know, I don't know. Right. But it's fun. So <laughs> these two these two things that are are puzzles, you know, I guess they're not really puzzles, but I actually came I actually came to these epiphanies after the last show that we were on, like we talked on Friday and then that next Saturday I was sitting down with my notebook and I'm going through all these different um, scenarios and trying to, you know, piece all this stuff together. And then I, uh, I ended up spelling crucifixion with fiction. Right. So it's, it's right there. The word fiction is right there, but that's not the kicker. The kicker is if you spell crucifixion, you say C R U C I fiction. You see I fiction. So it's basically the word is telling you that it's fiction. Because it's a mixture of acronyms and and I believe that acronyms are letters speaking to you. That's that's how they're broke down. It's kind of like whenever we were kids and Sesame Street had talking letters. So it's it's the same way. It's like everything to get like super deep. If say, okay, we all come from one creator. If that's you know, that's that's the that's what everybody says. So we all come from one creator. So that means we have creative tendencies. Well, so I don't I mean, I personally necessarily don't believe we all came from one creator. I mean, we all came from something, I guess, but I don't believe in the creative theory. But even if we did, I don't think that means we have creative tendencies just because we were created by someone. Well, when they call it the father, if they call it the father, now, if you're then, referencing the Bible where they say we're made in God's image, then maybe I can kind of get that. But even then, some people are creative for sure. I don't know if everybody is. Right. But that's the just saying, like, as far as consciousness, that's saying that. Everything is consciousness, like the same way as as they say, every thought has a frequency. We all run on frequencies and vibration. That's that's how the world works, even though that's not something that a lot of people get into. That's information that's being um, doled out now. Well, even quantum physics has a frequency aspect to it of like the reason why, like I'm on, I'm sitting in front of a table. The reason I can knock on the table is because it's vibrating at such a low frequency that my hand cannot pass through it. But if it was vibrating at a frequency much, much faster, my hand could just go right through the table because the frequency would make it where like, um, it isn't a solid matter, you know? So there is frequencies in everything. I mean, it is just like, and I think we talked about this before, like you can look at the, uh, in a microscope of a cell and you can look at the way the solar systems laid out. And it's the same, you know, the nucleus with the atoms and shit, the same way planets go around the sun. Like there is something, uh, obviously linking the way everything is designed. Now I think physicists would say it's like gravity and all these, you know, rules of physics. And I think, uh, every other people are thinking of it more, um, I don't, I don't want to say magic in a derogatory way, but more in a magical, fantastical way. I think they're thinking the same things. Uh, it's just uh, there's more like imagination put into that side of it, if that makes sense. Right, right, exactly. So like vibration, as far as like if you're at a low vibration, that would be that's the type of people that are like when you tell them these things and they go, oh, it's just a bunch of shit. That's that's bullshit. That's 
that's crazy. That's movie stuff. You know, like people that think that way, they're at a lower vibration. The only way you can raise your vibration is to raise your awareness. So like everything has awareness, but that's like um, insects are like at the uh, the 2D awareness. Insects and animals and, and species like that, they're at 2D awareness and we're at 3D awareness. And where the ascension is taking us is 4D awareness. So that's, you know, fourth density. It's breaking the matrix, so to speak. Well, the fourth dimension is so, time. Uh, so I would think you're probably one off there. I think like animals are in 3D and we live in 4D because we are time is the fourth dimension. And I don't know what the fifth one is. Maybe acceleration. I, I don't quite remember. But uh, they have mapped out a bunch of damn dimensions. And I don't understand yeah, yeah. how There's we 12 can, actually. Yeah. And I don't quite. <laughs> the way they always explain is like, imagine, you know, if you were an ant on a piece of paper and you can never look up, you know, so you wouldn't necessarily have that uh, relativity of of that third dimension. Uh, and it is like, ah, oh, that is. Interesting. So they're like, if you could look through time, maybe there are interdimensional beings living amongst us in the fourth dimension, right. but you just can't see it. And it's like, well, that blows my fucking mind. Right. So, I mean, but talking it's, of it's uh, just some. Talking about dense people, yeah, what it reminded me of is, um, you know, and I hate keeping talking about COVID, but it's going on. Everyone knows it. It's just so easy to talk about. Uh, you know, I'm, I still, I mean, I think it's obviously a sickness. I always have to say this shit. Um, I just think it's being used by people to get more power in the world or whatever. And, uh, but to me, I can just totally, I can totally understand the conspiracy theory, if you want to call it that side of like, it's all bullshit. It's all this and this, and, and they list all these things, right? And I think the person that shuts it all down and says, no, it's all bullshit is worse off than someone who is like, let's question everything. Cause I do think like, even though I might not necessarily believe it, I still prefer the person that's like, well, why should we do that? Are you sure we should let the government do this? I feel like that's a little bit of an overstep. I don't care if it's, you know, like, so I do get annoyed with people that don't even want to have the conversation, you know? It's like, you want to bring up like, well, "Well, you sure you haven't thought about this? And then they want to shut you down with your crazy. And you're like, no, 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 I'm just bringing up like a fucking pretty valid point. I think like, can we if this was in a storybook and it was set on another planet, you would read it and be like, oh, that's so fucking fascinating. But because it's happening now, you're like, no way. Right. So like if I so if I add on to your conversation and I say that I learned that there there was an Archon power grid and they were they basically feed off of your sadness and your anger and, and darkness for that matter. and they've been harvesting our energy for thousands of years. So if I say the theory is that there's a central sun that's out in the universe that emanates energy and it's coming towards the earth. And that's what is actually hitting people. And it's not an actual virus. It's people's bodily reaction to this energy that they've never felt before. I mean, where did you get any of that? Like, I mean, I'm all for listening to it, but to me, when you start bringing in, I mean, something goes back thousands of years, it's many miles away. Uh, and it does kind of seem fantastical is, have you read this somewhere? Is this thoughts you've had or like, where is the origin? I guess. No, there's a, there's a video. I'll share it with you. There's a YouTube video that if it's, if it's still up, they talk about all these things in history, like how we had technology years ago, we had all this super high technology and they destroyed it with direct energy weapons. And there's those, um, 
they talk about how our timelines were wiped. So like history has been wiped to the way that like it's not even they just pick and choose what they want us to learn in history. So they wipe the timeline from what actually really happened. So in theory, our history isn't even real. So with that, there's, um, shit. I, mean, I know people speaking of that, like I know people who believe that dinosaur bones aren't real and they were put there by God to test your faith. The same video actually says that dinosaurs are still alive and they're in the middle of the earth. Like in the core? Yeah, like hollow earth. Like, no. Like, uh, kind of like what they did with Godzilla and Kong. Where you know, Kong was that. This Kong all sounds like a cool hollow earth. Yeah, cool shows and stuff. Um, and again, I've never dug into the earth, so I can't honestly say. That it's not a hollow earth. Very, and, and we, very true. And we have, you know, you know, for me, for 30 years, I've been, you know, it's fucking goddamn mantle core. So I do want to believe that, you know, everything in my body is like, but that is true. But as someone who grew up religious and I make kind of a I don't want to make this comparison because it makes me seem crazier, but I'm going to. But as someone who grew up religious and then became not that, you know, uh, after I got right. out of my own and then I had to talk to people that still were and they looked at me like I was crazy for something that I felt and feel like now is like, come on, you can't think I'm crazy for not believing a guy lives in the sky. You know, like that's, you know, my thought, but they'll look at me like I'm crazy, you know? And you're like, I don't know, man. And so I kind of quit trying to judge people, but this is a very similar thing. Like someone tells you you have a hollow earth and you're like, it can't be because I've learned in, in a textbooks through forever that it's not that, but really what the fuck do I know? Exactly. We don't know. And that's the thing is like, what they keep saying is that 80% of what we've been taught isn't even right. It's inverted, but there's plenty of minor examples like, uh, I mean, friends, we talk about the dark ages right? for like uh, in Europe when religion ruled the world or whatever before the Renaissance. Right. And and they're like, we had no technological advances. But actually, if you look at the rest of the world, everywhere else in the world at that time was making huge advancements and all kinds of technology leaps. But we don't talk about those things. And it's because, you know, whoever wins in the end of, you know, it gets throughout the history books. So we know of even minor things that aren't. And the way we teach them, you know, like even the American right. Revolution, you know, we'll learn stuff as kids of, you know, Columbus found America, all this stuff. And then like when you're older and you watch a history channel, that's like, actually, this is what really happened. We just never want to teach all this, the, the truth or what, you know, like that shit happens all the time. Right. Yeah. Super cover ups on everything. So, yeah. I mean, there was only like certain elites that knew the truth and they were the ones controlling everything. So, um. So the other thing is, so you, you jump into religion. I've, I've got one little piece that I will say, um, from figuring out my, my words, I figured out, all right. So first I was coming up with, I was saying Merry Christmas. So I was looking at that and I was like, MAS. Then I was like massacre. And then it would be Mary Christ massacre. So, and it could actually mean Mary as in M-A-R-Y. Right. Mary Christ massacre. Well, then I showed it to a friend and he was like, yeah, but how are you getting there? He's like, it's interesting, but how are you getting there? And I was like, you know, I don't really know how to tell you how I got there. Like I just did. I just got there. And 
so then something else happened to me and it hit me like lightning at work. I was looking at, I was showing it to somebody and then I looked at the words and then I figured it out. If you put Christmas and sacred side by side, you get Christ massacred. Right. See that? Yeah. Yeah. Drop pieces together so, in my head at the moment. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Checks right. Out. You can just, yeah, just write it out. If you just write it all out, then you get, just write Christmas sacred. That's Christ massacred. So this is the other thing that's been going around is that Jesus's birthday was actually nine 11 and not, well, you know, what right. everybody believed. Well, for me growing up, it was always taught that he was almost definitely born uh, in the spring is what I always thought. But that, I mean, people could change, could have new evidence. I don't fucking know. Well, they're saying nine 11. So this is the thing with everything that happened in nine 11, like 20, like 2,800 people died during 9-11. Then back in the 1800s on September 11th, there was another massacre that was over 3,000 people died. So what are the odds that our history would repeat like that? You know, that like, because I was looking up the date and I started looking at things in there and I'm just like, well, that doesn't even make sense. You know, because it's like, what are the odds? Well, the odds are about 0.3% because there's 365 days in a year. So the chances of something happening, I mean, it's one in 365. I mean, that's that those are the odds of it happening on the same day. Um, So it isn't likely. I understand. Um, So we think the Taliban has been checking our history. (laughs) I don't mean I mean, the Taliban didn't do 9-11. Exactly. First off. Now, not even even if you believe. A Muslim country did it. It just wasn't the Taliban. Um, now, I personally, I mean, one of the things that probably made me an outcast to some of my peers uh, was that I watched some documentaries on 9-11. I was like, it just didn't happen the way they're saying it did. And like, they're not even trying to hide that fact anymore. You know, like they didn't even try no. to do the reports on the commission. Like, I think it was uh, set up. It was a false flag scenario, I guess, uh, more well, or less, or something they knew was going to happen and act- they let happen. Something like that. Actually, what was supposed to happen was Jasara was supposed to be activated that day. And Jasara was going to free everyone from financial debt. And it was going to it was going to clean the slate, basically, for um, the U.S. And. They didn't want that to happen, so they, you know, they created that that event and. I mean, a year before for anyone, because a lot of people will hear this and be like fucking crazy, which we've covered even crazier stuff, I guess, before this. But uh, Dick Cheney put out like this fucking memo like a year before that said we need a Pearl Harbor like uh, situation so that we can have some theater wars to build up American morale and economy. Like they just said, right. like, they said a year before that that was a plan. And then we have 9-11, which is pretty fucking similar to Pearl Harbor. And then we go and fucking fought in the Middle East for 20 plus years. Like, it's right. It's exactly what and we there did. There are prophecies out there too that actually say that they were already calling for nine eleven to happen in nineteen ninety nine. So, so yeah, I just watched a video. Uh, David Wilcock. If anybody wants to follow his work, you can watch his videos, and he's he's very in depth on all that stuff, and he has the prophecies from nineteen ninety nine on his website that you know read off where these these beings that um that sent the prophecy you know say 1999 that 911 was going to happen so 
but anyways, uh, where where are we at now? We just um, we're all over the place. Yeah, Robert, I, I just I just enjoy nine eleven talk, so I had to had to bring it up. Uh, hey, ain't that I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Um, it's you know because I think it's funny that what's going on this year is so ridiculous to the degree that they brought Afghanistan into it. And it's just becoming such a ridiculous movie. Like, I, um, I'll be honest. I kind of, and I don't tell us of many people, but I know we're both crazy so we can, you'll believe it. Right. Uh, right. I really kind of, a lot of times feel like it, the simulation theory is real. And like, we are all in a very I advanced video game and yep. it happens way too often. And I don't share with anyone. Cause I know people be like fucking crazy ass, but like, the amount this of is shit, the Sims, man. Right. This is the Sims. Well, there, there, there's two reasons. You know, the the first one's what we're talking about here of all the crazy shit that's happened. Like last year, you know, we had COVID, uh, and then we mm-hmm. had we had Tiger King. Right, Tiger King's a big deal where I'm from because the guy lives like an right. hour from here. And then like the tiger, a tiger got COVID. Like after Tiger King came out and COVID was a big deal, there was all of a sudden a news story. It's like this is just some like AI getting switched up in the fucking Matrix shit. And then that was like you know kind of funny, but whatever. And then you know aliens are real, no one cares. And then like you're saying, all this shit happens this year. It's just ramping it up, just keep it ramping it up. And then like, but less people care. And then on the flip side, the other like my personal, I think I'm going crazy moment is I do walk around sometimes and I feel like people are NPCs and that like me and certain select other people are real. Like we're real players, but some people you right. look at and you're like, they can't be a real person. Like they just can't, you know? And I know that <laughs> I'm probably getting too close, to like disassociating and all that shit, but it's like, no, you're good. <laughs> uh, it's like a uh, man. Like, I don't know. I just see some people and I'm like, there's no way they're real people. I don't know. Like they're clearly NPC characters in the simulation game, but because right. you know I'm so full of myself, like everyone is. I'm like, but me, I'm a real person in this in this game. Well, you know what's funny is, see, okay, so on the cover for the vaccine, what I showed was I'm showing the picture of the cover that I did in 2013 called Sikkim, where I'm wearing the mask. Right. So subconsciously, that's to say that you could say subconsciously I predicted COVID. Like, yeah, you were ready for that, it. Knew it was happening. Yeah, because the word sick is literally in the title. So then you think, oh, you know, that might be a stretch. But then I go further back into my first album that I put out in 2003. And you can listen to it on Audio Mac if you're, you know, uh, curious to hear it for what it is. But the last song on the album is called Impulse. And the last verse I say I'm a virus and then in my outro I actually um year check 2020 interesting right yeah did so you, so did you get released from uh your stay and then COVID happened like are you the virus was your release from uh what released COVID is that what we're getting at um, <laughs> you are, that's not, that's not necessarily what I'm getting at. I am, it has to do with energy and it has to do with the energy that you put out into the world. So when you start to look at my, my discography and you say, okay, this guy's got 53 CDs of music that he's put out into the world and he shared it. And now all of a sudden there's 43 million people listening to this one song. 
and you say every thought has a frequency or every voice has a frequency for that matter or vibration, then there's got to be some kind of reason these people are listening to this song. And it can't just be because it's a hot song because in all honesty, it's not, it's not a banger or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's a very intimate song. Right. And it's the last song on my album. It's not a song that I would be like, Hey, everybody check out my new single. It's the last song on my album. No, that's not, that's not even how that shit works nine times out of 10. Right. And the reason I brought up the stories earlier is I was thinking maybe if you had like a line in there that like people, you know, were using at a certain spot. Cause like it really, it was like sentimental or something. You know, that's what I was trying to think about. Maybe if, People put music in stories if that counts as a play, because I could see it being something like that. Um, well, I tell I tell a story about where I well, not a story, but I say a line where um, I dropped a song called Not Apart and I caught a nosebleed in the middle of recording it. It was where I spit eight hundred and forty four words in like less than four minutes. And. I caught a nosebleed in the middle of recording, so then I say that. Then I also say, you know, I lost so many people I loved. Um, I really needed to grieve, but instead I just hit record and kept picking up speed. Um, I, I just talk about a lot of things that were going on in my life at the time. And then the last lines of the song are, I'm going to go with my mouth running and still leave behind a flood. So um, there's there's a lot of lines in there, though. If you go listen to the song, like I said, it's called Blueprints, and you can go listen to it on YouTube. Um, it's on all, well, it's on all streaming platforms except for Spotify. And, um, but anyways, I, you know, like I said, I'm baffled, I'm baffled by it. And those are the reasons I'm trying to, you know, figure out like, what would the reason really be? So then I started thinking, you know, when you start thinking deeper, then you're like, okay, it's gotta be something about it that is drawing people in, you know, or somebody presented it to people in some form of fashion in a way that I had, that I was completely unaware of. So nonetheless, there's, there's a lot of other things too, but I'm not trying to get too um, deep into a lot of this. I'm not sure if you listen to him. I don't listen to this artist often, but I know he's kind of blown up as Tom McDonald. And I know he blew up on Facebook. So maybe, maybe uh, you can like, weasel your way to some groups of his and be like, check out my music, you know, and you can, yeah, pull all those yeah. Out. I, I've listened to some of Tom's stuff. Um, I've checked out like some of his, I checked out his COVID video when he released it last year and, you know, but it's like everybody, everybody's on that side of the fence about, you know, all oh, the virus, you know, fuck the mask and, um, just, but everybody still holds on to the fact that they think it's a real virus. But what if it's not really a real virus and it's just energy affecting our body? Well, because I mean, it's I mean, I really think, just the same way as like allergy season. The re- the reason people can't believe that is because n- nowhere through our whole lives have we been told that energy is going to hit you and make you sick. But you know, mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. I, you know, rather that's but for if you or go look up you. ascension symptoms. If you go look up ascension symptoms, they're vaguely not vaguely uh they're somewhat familiar to covid symptoms which you know covid symptoms are like a fucking laundry list right there's a lot so you know i mean and like the ascension symptoms are the same way nausea diarrhea um 
Shortness of breath. Upset stomach. Diarrhea. Yeah. Pepto-Bismol. Man, maybe those Pepto-Bismol <laughs> commercials are so good. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I sang that to my wife and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? It was like, just drop my head. <laughs> Little fucking jingles, man. Yep. Um, but anyways, yeah. So all that stuff is, it's just so wild. And, um, it's a movie. It's a fucking movie. And the thing is, is that I've already played the ending in my head a hundred times. So I've already envisioned how these things I've had dreams. I've had prophetic dreams that have turned around and things have happened that actually, um, have to do with the dream. So like a prime example, but it's all mixed up too. It's, it's like a puzzle. It's always going to be like a puzzle. It's never going to be direct. Kind of like how I had a dream uh, about a month ago where a truck crashed into a building and it was full of newspapers. And then all these newspapers came out to everybody. And I won't say what they said, but then oddly enough, this week, the town right next to me, somebody ran into the building of the local newspaper. Right. So that was odd to me because. I had this dream where this, you know, this uh, truck crashed into a building and it's full of newspapers. So, you know what I'm saying? It's all metaphorical stuff. It's the same way as like how the Q people think that all these buildings are going to get like blown to pieces. It's Speaking like, of no. buildings. And uh, what? 9-11, goddamn it. Building 7. It fell and no one gives a fuck. All right. Back to <laughs> back to your shit. <laughs> Right. It's all connected. And like the Pentagon, the Pentagon was, was actually built on nine 11 or it was in the midst of being built on nine 11 years before nine 11. It was like in 93 or 94, I think that I saw, but, um, that's what I do is I go on there. And if you go on there and you start cross referencing dates through history, um, on this day.com is a really good site to go on where you can just, you can look up a day and it has all the history for it, you know, entertainment, um, just regular history, political history, everything. You start looking at it and you can kind of follow backwards and you see how certain things line up. So it's interesting to say the least, but, um, yeah, the album is, um, I'm really, I'm really happy about the album and I want people to definitely check it out, you know, and listen to it and just know that it's, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to like focus in on a lot of the things that I'm saying. Right. And um, one of my beats are on your album. So I guess I could, uh, I'll two play of that them, one actually. At the end. Oh, I didn't even, I haven't listened to the thing. I listened to the yeah. one, but I hadn't listened to the whole album. The Magnum, the Magnum Opus is on there oh, as well. I didn't even notice that. So, yeah, so, yeah, you got two on there. And then other production is from Timmy. And he's a guy that I went to school with. Um, so he's, you know, we're super connected. And uh, Ignova is one of my regular producers on my albums. And um, then Line Street Music, Determinant Inc. Those are some other producers that I've gotten beats from before that I, that I do those, you know, like don't leave me and, um, look to the lights. Those are just some of the songs, but, uh, man, so I had to ask you, so, so how'd you feel about that verse I sent back? 
Um, the one for the SoCo album. Yeah, yeah, SoCo. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, th- that whole song for people someday it's gonna come out. Uh, I don't know when SoCo's album's coming out, but uh, I mixed his album. It's called Garage Rap, and right. Um, Forgotten One had done a verse for my, or he done a hook for my album, and I ended up not using it. But I always feel bad not using people's stuff because I know me. If I do something for someone and they they're like, no, I'll be like, fuck you, you made me waste all this time. I'm, I mean, just oh being honest, God. that's kind of how I am. So I just went through my old sessions and like I've got so many verses I laid down for other people and they never finished the songs. Right, and I'm just like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating. So, uh, you know, I've told forgot once. Like, hey, man, I don't think this kind of fits the vibe, but I'm going to I'll reuse that. I swear. And then so after I finished my album, um, what I did is kind of a cheat uh, that producers will get it is I took his hook and then I took the MIDI um, that I had in my beat uh, for where the hook was. And I, I copied that and saved it. And then I just put it on a different instrument. So I kind of cheated. So whenever like forgotten ones like, oh, it matches up perfectly with the hook. It's because it's just. It's the same thing you spit on, just a different instrument. And then I kind of built the whole beat up around that. And then it was just uh, Forgotten One's hook on there, and I felt real good about it. And then um, everyone, we were like, we could hear on it. It was you, Bradster X. We mentioned you all, too. And then I was like, honestly, I know Soko's working on an album. I'm going to see if he wants to do this. And I felt like Forgotten One kind of was wanting a song. So I felt kind of bad because I did make make the beat using his hook. But I was like, Soko's the homie. He gets all the so many plays on fucking the streaming sites and shit that like I right. think this is where we we can throw him this song and so you came through very quickly. Brad Rex came through and then uh, you know song finished all very good. Uh, yeah, your song's very good. I think there is the way you say cam a lot is like really sticks out. I think everyone that's heard the song that part sticks right. out like. And it's not the Camelot and rhyming with camel plot afterwards. It's the fact that short, Shorty's a queen. That's why she used to Camelot. And it is so good. Like that one line is so good. Uh, I appreciate it. That like, I mean, the rest is cool too. But that one line that I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Camelot and queen. And uh, anyway, so good. I like that one. Man, line. I appreciate that. I do. Because um, I know, you know, like everybody tripped out over the, the, uh, to the graveyard verse too. And that was like, just just having that, you know, that admiration, that um, that feedback is just great. You know, to me, I just love it. And I feel honored to work with you guys on everything. And shout out to Forgotten One. Shout out to Soko. Shout out to Graveyard, ENT, Braxter X, all that. Because, man, you guys, I mean, top talent for real. So right, well, I don't. It's, I don't work with a lot of people. <laughs> right. I mean, I would work with more. Um, it's just like how I or some people don't f- follow through or like I, I sometimes I'll get people that want me to be on a song and they have a they have an idea in their head of what the verse will sound like. Right. Uh, but it's something about m- me anyways. I feel like um, my flow can be unpredictable. You know, people send me something expecting something and I'll send back some fucking they don't want. <laughs> you know, they're like, why'd you do it like that? Right. And I'm like, I just how it hit me, man. You know, and so I do think that kind of goes against you. The only reason I do collabs because I do a whole fucking collab album series and like I force people to do them with me. But not many people hit me up for verses and the ones that do, I appreciate it. And then also a lot of times I decline collabs a lot. So I think people uh, they don't want to waste the time with me because I I've already said no, like to three other songs, you know, but it's just like, I don't think I'd be good on them, you know? And so I do think for you, you're very good at, you do a lot of, you'll do like anything. It seems like very quickly, which is, I am. Yeah. Like I just, I repped anything like it's, it's crazy, man. I hear it. And I just, it's like lightning. That's the only way I can explain it to anybody. Cause like forgotten one was like, how do you do that? 
how do you think that way? And I'm just like, you know, um, it's just like lightning. I have no, I have no, um, way to explain it. I just, I get the beat and I'm just there. Like, you know, what you've sent out or whatever, which I won't get into detail about that or whatever, but I've already picked my spots for that. Um, so I'll be sending you that. Uh, besides that, I mean, we, we, we should go ahead and talk about it. If anyone made it this far into this episode, they can know is I went ahead and uploaded some internet friend four beats. Uh, I want to make more, but I sent them out to a few people that I knew would want to, you know, be on the album, the homies, if you will. And eventually I'll send it out to a few more people. Uh, I was just wanting this first wave to, you know, each pick a beat that they liked and all that. Uh, right. So anyway, going to work on internet friends for might be the last one. We'll see. I might keep it going forever. Um, it, it's hard to know. <laughs> excited to be you know excited to be part of it to be on the list for right. real and cause. honestly you'll be on the short list for what happens is you know like uh you've got an email so i send out a folder of beats people choose a beat they work on a song and they send it back to me but a lot of times i need more verses you know or i want to add a third verse so you'll probably be on the short list of if i need someone to do a verse for me pretty quickly because you are so quick at a turnaround, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, I got you. Like, that's no doubt at so, all. Like, and Brad, um, Brad's another one that if I really need a, a verse, I'm like, hey, man, you think you check this out? And CJ Jones, someone else who's, uh, he's not quick necessarily, but uh, he'll come up with some shit that you're like, hell yeah, man, that's great. So uh, I enjoy the little community I'm slowly gathering. Hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with it, man. Like, I mean, you guys are moving and everybody's consistently putting out music and you know, that's all you can do. I mean, congrats on the single, by the way. I really like the single. I'll check that out. Uh, you dropped it last week, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So. Yep. I have another one uh, dope and- coming out this Friday, and then my album will come out in two weeks. And um, ready to get it out. You know, it's it's been done forever, and I think it's good, but I've also listened to it so much that I'm like, is it good? <laughs> you know, like, God, that's the way I am. I'm just, I'm really critical and all that. And so. I'm like, man, I hope it doesn't fucking suck, you know? And then honestly, even if it sucks, does it really matter? Probably not, you know, but. And the cover's dope too, by the way. So the whole, the portrait is, is dope. Yeah. I actually had that cover made for a long time before I ever had the title. And finally I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to call it portrait, I guess. Cause that's what it is, you know? And I, I've, I worked it in a line on a song to where it kind of all makes sense. But, uh, you know, it was definitely an art project. You know, I, I hate to harp on it because I know some people are annoying with they're like, oh, it's my art and all that. But it, it always comes back to like, I do think I'm more of an artist and a businessman or an artist more than, you know, any of these other things that people do. Like at the end of the day, I'm just trying to make something that I think's cool and other people might think's cool. And maybe that's a stupid goal or whatever. But I'm like, I don't know. Just it's the way I fucking work, man. Man, I mean, I'm the same way. You know, I go I go to work. I work. 7:30 to 4 and then I come home and within about an hour, 2 hours I'm already playing a beat, writing a song, usually have something laid down. I've I've been pretty consistent lately about, you know, like a song or two, you know, a day. So it's been and then on the weekend I I go all out on the weekend. Like I start first thing in the morning and I don't usually get done until the evening. Right. And um so like I have a big project coming out um called Famous and like it's already it's like a 19 track mixtape it's already pretty much in the bank. Um but it's it's my team, Beezy Baby, C2D, uh Mr. Goat 731 and uh JSYF. And these are long-time collaborators of mine which it's um 
JSYF, J Smooth. For anybody that listened to my old music, that's what he that's what he used to go by. Um, we developed a, a label called Street Fame Entertainment years ago. So, and it was me, him, and Goat doing that. Well, then that uh, dissolved, and you know, personal things happened. I had some setbacks, so we all went our separate ways. And then I developed Flatliner Music years later, and then BZ was my was really my first artist on the label, and then I had several other artists that came in and out. And now it's pretty much just BZ and C2D and uh, Faded. Those are my three artists, but Faded lives like six hours away from me, and he's been going through some personal uh, setbacks as well. So what I did was it's called Fame Us. So it's it's a mixture between Flatliner and Street Fame. So I'm I'm giving people that old uh, feel back that we had, and I'm also mixing it with you know the newer, more aggressive style that Flatliner has. Right. So that's that's how that is. Um I don't know where the singles at. They it hasn't went live yet, but Double Hook will be coming and uh I sent it to you to play on your show hopefully. Yeah. You know, I it'll think we'll get gonna, out there. Yeah, I think we'll play that one uh on the next one, I believe. It's on my list. Okay. And uh I still got to record it. It's fucking bullshit around right. here. Um uh, but yeah, you mentioned <laughs> your uh, sh- your schedule, it's very similar to mine. You know, I work almost the same hours and then I come home and, uh, I'm rather working on a podcast, working on beats. Um, or if I'm in album mode, I'd be, you know, working on songs. And since I finished my album, you know, I spent way longer mixing it than I've ever spent on anything. And, um, it's going to be so disheartening when people are like, yeah, that makes a shit, but it's like, God damn it. Uh, you know, but I spent a lot of time mixing it. And then I kind of, took like the longest break I've ever took for making music until maybe this last week. I finally started, you know, making some beats and stuff, but I was just kind of like, man, I, I don't know. I just needed a break, I guess, you know, played some video games and chilled out, but now I'm trying to get, trying to get back into it. And then I'm like kind of rusty, you know? So I'm like, Ooh, I'm right. not, not as quick as I was <laughs> when I was doing this well, every like, fucking day. Right. Well, like right before my breakdown in 2019, I was going so fast. Like I was just at a ridiculous speed on every song like my verses everything just snapping on everything so then i had that breakdown which um for anybody that seen me post about it i posted a single called art in the sky um that all kind of plays into my breakdown because um like the month before i had my breakdown my ex-girlfriend of like three years we were together for like three years um her son died and he was 15 and uh so that was that was hard on me because he was kind of like you know he he was we were very similar in a lot of ways even though we didn't do as you know we didn't do as much as we should have but he just you know he was he he was um he was just special man and um you know he had a seizure in his sleep and, you know, passed away. And so that song that I released, Art in the Sky, I released it this week finally, because this is actually the month that he passed. Just it's been two years now, but I finally released this song like fully digital. And um, 
I really want people to check it out just because it just um it's his life. Basically, everything that I talk about in there is just so you can get to know him for four minutes. Right. So, you know, that that's just something you can check out art in the sky. Um, and, uh, yeah, anything blanking. else? Yeah. Anything else we need to cover here? Um, you know, I'm sure again, like you'll be on, uh, in the future. That's normally the plan. Right. However long it fucking goes, you know, now I'm at 300. Right. It can, it can be canceled any day now. Y'all ungrateful <laughs> mother. Uh, <laughs> man, just keep going, keep doing what you're doing, man. Because I mean, I love what you do, you know, and, I'm always getting them, getting those notifications about it. So, right, everything that posts and um, the shows and it's just, I mean, you're doing, I mean, you're moving. I mean, to have over 300 episodes. I mean, come on, man, that's like, that's like me talking about my my discography. You know, like that's a lot of episodes for a podcast for somebody that you know you're not, you're not a major name or anything like right. that. You've just been doing shows, just killing it. So you should, you know, uh, pat yourself on the back for that. Yeah. And I actually, real. uh, started going back and listening to the first episodes cause I've never actually listened to the podcast. I, I listened to my first podcast when I had my homie powwow and we had 39 episodes and then he moved off and then I had to start this podcast and I would listen to those every week, but it was like so much. I'd like record it, mix it, down and then listen you know i was like oh my god i'm listening to my own podcast too much so i kind of quit doing that and i've recently went back and listened to them i'm like you know what these aren't bad you know not bad shows so uh i maybe need to do some like video breakdowns you know upload them on the tiktoks for the kids uh yeah some of that dumb shit but i i just i hate promo and marketing it's just like i said earlier i'm more of an artist you know i just want to make the shit and i hope people find it but i understand that's unrealistic so got to work on it Right. I mean, I get, you know, I get decent promotion from, from different avenues or whatever, but then I've also had some bad publicity before and that, you know, that's, um, it hasn't added to the reputation at all, but like I had a dude and I was telling this story to forgotten when I had a guy that, uh, was starting a show on YouTube and he wanted to debunk SoundCloud rappers. And me being, you know, I never promote my SoundCloud at all. Right. And I just happened to look on YouTube one day and saw where this guy had uh, come up with this video called Searching SoundCloud. And I was the first artist he featured on it. And he just said that he searched SoundCloud rappers and I was the first one to pop up. So he did this video about me basically just talking shit about my music and, um, you know, my followers, my Twitter following and all that stuff. And talked about some of my methods as far as like how I was getting followers and doing, you know, follow for follow and shit like that. And at that time, yeah, I kind of was because I was just trying to connect with people, but you know, you can't now Twitter's So like, so oversaturated to the point where, I mean, nobody really pays attention to half the shit you post unless it's people that are, you know, that, you know, personally, right. You know, it's like our, like your circle of friends or, you know, people that you do music with. That's really it. So, right. When, like, also like this guy, the way you describe it, I mean, fuck him first off, but also like 
that that is just how it is like and i don't know if this person was a rapper that made the videos i hope they weren't because if they were they yeah he was a rapper oh that's even worse because like that is that's just how you start anyone that made music on the internet you expect people that are starting out to just already know how to do everything and how to not do certain things you think are a faux pas in which like it who is this guy to say, you know, or whatever. Like I, know, I see people giving advice every day to rappers and producers. Cause you know, I'm mean, kind of got a foot in both of those. And I'm like, first off, these people suck that are like quoting people and shit, you know, like who are they to say it? What is their fault? You know, like, I don't know. I just, I'm always like, I'm pretty judgy of people who are judging others because I'm like, who the fuck are you, man? No one's heard of your music over telling people, you know, I don't know. That should always get to my nerves. Right. That's my thing is like, I'm such a, I'm such like, you know, cool, calm, collected person as far as like when it comes to being around people and, and whatever the case is. And I'm not a judgmental person at all. I'm an asshole on the mic, but I mean, most rappers are for that matter, you know? Um, and we're all braggadocio and, you know, want to, want to play one ups all the time, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's competitive raps competitive. You never, you never really get away from that unless you're just like a super chill rapper for that, for that matter. But it's always something, it's always going to be, you know, like, Oh man, he had that punchline. It's like, I wish I would have came up with that or, you know, then you're trying to like build off of something you somebody else has said, but you don't want to bite either. You know, like I came from where you don't bite other rappers. So you don't right. take, you know, from what other people have done. But I mean, it's like there's so much music out there that it's so hard to to not like inadvertently. Yeah. I mean, course. just the other day I was, you know, right now I'm currently trying to write a verse for uh, CJ Jones and. I've put something stupid where I was like big dog, great Dane. And then just in the middle of like these other things, cause I need something to rhyme with great Dane, you know? And then I was like, right. man, that's totally a little Wayne line or somebody. Like, I know people have said that. Like I should have raised. I that. remember you said, I remember you said you like Lil Wayne. So that probably was a little Wayne line and you just yeah. didn't know it. Right. You know, it's like, so I've, I've just currently changed that to something about hop on the track and I'll be the a train. Cause that kind of rhymes in the same way and a track and trains and, some people will get it. Some people won't. There you go. There you know. go. Yeah. That, I use the train of thought all the time, you know, uh, locomotives, <laughs> shit like that. Well, it's kind of like earlier uh, on, on Twitter. Um, we had this white rapper conversation last week and you uh, said you're a pretty firecracker. And then I said the black cat thing. And the reason I said that was because I used to have a song, which uh, I had a verse that, you know, my fireworks, you can ask these black cats. It was referring like, to my friends that were black. And I always thought it was a funny line. And, uh, Someone was like, what do you mean? You know, I don't get it. And I'm like, how do you not get the firecracker? Like, and that's like, because me and H2 are fucking lyricists. We're over here with the lyrics. (laughs) It's a fucking, it's just that, I don't know. It's the way your mind works. You just, you you make those connections to all that shit. And it's like, in a way it's like dad jokes, honestly. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like the same wavelength. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that, except, you know, not as cringy as like, cool. It's cool. Dad jokes. Yeah, like, you know, when Eminem came out and nobody really wanted to hear his dad jokes, like some of the stuff that he said on Revival was like really cringy stuff. Like, here's the here's the dill pickle. Right. You you know, shit like that. Like, you you know, there's a level there's a level that you can't take it to. So something I do and I'm 
because I, I, you know, everyone has their own influences, and I know Kanye, early Kanye at least, influences me quite a bit because he used to like oh, yeah. he used to quote so many movies. Like he would just steal the joke from a movie but make it the punchline, and I do that shit all the time. Like I've probably said every joke off the Forty Year Old Virgin somewhere in a song. You know, like I've talked about the pussy on a pedestal before, and I've talked, you know, yeah. like I've talked about just like all these different jokes that are in that movie. Like on my new album, I, I say Gina, and I meant Jana, you know, because that's like a whole fucking thing. And so if someone's ever saw that movie, they'd be like, oh, these are all funny. But if someone has, they'd be like, you fucking keep stealing jokes from the 40-year-old virgin. But I don't know, man, just my strategy. Or like how you like um, like how you like Eastbound and Down. Well, right. I love Eastbound and Down. It's, it's like, so I've got the whole series. I love that shit. Yeah. I had a punchline years ago where I say, um, Kenny Powers flow, you're fucking out. I swear on the mound. Yeah. I you know, like just, just shit like that. Yeah, that you're fucking. That's great. Uh, have you watched the Righteous Gemstones? That's his newest one. It's so oh, fucking yes. good. So good. Oh yeah, I'm ready so for season good. two. Like, get being where I'm from, and I'm sure yours is also similar. Like the way uh, Adam Devamp or whatever his name is, Adam Devon, the guy from Workaholics. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's like the youth, like the cool, the cool youth pastor guy. Like he, he kills it. Right. He's so good at that that I'm like, oh my god, shit is funny. Like I don't know. It's I just love Danny McBride. Everything right. that he's in, like, well, that cast is like just. This. Perfect. They cast it. Oh everything, yeah, the cast everything is great. John so Goodman and right. oh the sister. God, the sister. She's probably and, the best part. And, her, and I don't even know who right. the fuck she is. <laughs> so. She's funny as fuck. Like yeah. they're all funny as fuck. It's a good show. So yeah, um, HBO is the best. It's the king. Oh here. yeah, curb your enthusiasm. I, do you ever watch that? I've watched the first few seasons, and it's one I want to get they're into. Not as good because I yeah. like Larry David. Uh, like yeah. on all of his interviews and stuff. I'm like, oh, I want to support him, but. Yeah, I don't know. They're, it's not my favorite, but I understand it's I think it's the way I love trailer park boys, but it's like so hard to watch those first two seasons. And I think right, this is probably exactly. similar. Like if I ever got it through is like it, that, I would probably Cause I've got every season. I've got every season of Curb Your Enthusiasm and I don't watch the first season. I really don't start watching it until maybe season four or five. Right. And that's just where it becomes more modern. Like a lot of the the setups and shit, the premises and everything that they pull in the first couple seasons is just so it's so weird and it's like and it's kind of boring. And but then they get the rhythm by like season four or five. Right. And then you start to see, oh, okay, now I see how these episodes, how everything just escalates to just fuck Larry over. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, but it's good. Good shit. Um. But yeah, I I mean, we've covered a lot of shit, that's for sure, and giving people pretty much what they're they're coming for. They're coming for the conspiracy theory shit, I know. But <laughs> we've kind of set a set a bar for that. Right. Well, I think on the last episode, when people go tell listen to it, you did you did get off on um like how all these movies, like you reference and think of all these movies and like the name Ron and all this different stuff uh for these ideas you have. And I always thought that was interesting in a sense of like, for you as a character, you know, it, it, like that's interesting stuff. But I was like, well, where did it all come from? So maybe someday we, you know, we could touch into that, but it's not a huge deal, you know, of course, but I do yeah. think the way we just slightly touched on stuff and then also talked about normal shit is probably a good right. look for you. I think that's a better, better way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Last time was this way. And you know what? All that shit was just, then hitting me too so it was like it was just like a fucking shit storm of just stuff where i'm just like and i've got these notebooks here that you know if you looked at them and you saw all the fucking shit that i wrote down and 
arrows to this and connecting to that. And it just looks like a big ass pin board of of shit. It's it's so fucking crazy. Yeah, like Charlie but, Day and Always Sunny in front of his board with the, the meme. Yeah, yeah, the meme. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's that's what it looks like. That should be your next but, album uh, cover. Is you in front of that board? Right. Yeah. Well, looking. that's basically what the cover is for. That was what the right. cover was going to be for the vaccine, but they wouldn't let me use it. So, and I have to have those things on there because if you analyze that cover, you see a lot of things in there. You see things about the the awakening. You see things about David Wilcock. There's things that he posted on his Twitter about a certain video. Um, it's called Peace, Prophecy, and Peril if you look it up on YouTube, but there's things in there that are connected to me and I'm not going to go on some grandiose um, thing where I'm like the center of the attention, but there are things in there that are connected to me in weird ways that nobody else would know. That's why, that's why I know they're connected to me because they touch on things that only happened to me as a child and I didn't tell people about. So that's the freaky thing. And it can only happen to you? Like it, it couldn't, couldn't have only, it couldn't only happen to me, but it it's it's things that happened in my childhood and like if like say if somebody wanted you to know it was about you, they would have to pull something that's so obscure that you would be like, Holy shit, like there's no there's no way this is a coincidence. Right. Like be that's, hard for me. I've said so much shit on a podcast. I'm like, ah, oh, they just heard the podcast. <laughs> yeah, this isn't this isn't that. This right. is something that I never told anybody ever. And like, really, there's only one other person that knows it. And that's that's it. And they have no idea of any of this shit. Like, right. I haven't really let them in on it. But Yet. That's the crazy thing. So that's what I'm saying with that cover. If you look at that cover, there's things in there that kind of connect the dots and then you see it. But anyways, it would have been cool to do it. And it probably would have, you know, drew a lot more attention to the to the album. But uh, you got to do what you got to do. Anyways. Yeah, man. Um, and like I said, I'll play uh, the song uh, that I made the beat for you sent me the most recently. I'm blanking on the name at the moment. Uh, cry, uh, cry alone, cry alone, cry alone. Play that one here at the end, so people can check that out. And then also, yeah, of course, go search up. Does it's your boy H two have an apostrophe in it on Spotify? Yeah, I think it does because okay. that was the problem with Soko was they they didn't put the apostrophe in there, and then they ended up Spotify ended up making a whole nother it's your boy H two profile for um St Patrick's Day, right? So graveyard yeah, apostrophe. Graveyard's great, but some of their Spotify management can be a little frustrating. Like they, uh, on the Nobody Like Me remix, they put that, like, I'm a main artist instead of a featured artist. And I'm like, man, if you upload on your page, put me as a featured artist. So now, like, my number one song is a song that's theirs, but, like, I don't actually get a percentage for it. So it just feels weird that that's my number one song, you know? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm a, that's a weird complaint. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) I can see where that would be weird. Yeah. So, um, but it happens, you know, I'd I'm not right. upset about it, of course, but it's just like, it'd be cool if, uh, whatever my actual number one song is, <laughs> was my number one song was your actual song. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I definitely, I feel that a hundred percent, but of course, please graveyard. Don't kick me off your playlist. Um, 
<laughs> they are great though. They're great about the promotion and the playlisting and everything. And they did just put up a glowing review of uh, like a short little synopsis about my album that I was really happy about. So shout out to them for that because it's shit like that that makes people want to go listen to it. Right. I agree. So I agree. Right. All right, man. I appreciate you being on. Uh, so we'll check in uh, probably before the end of the year. We'll see. So, you know, get all your thoughts. Oh, in yeah, order. definitely. Yeah. We'll and, see what happens, you know, and we'll work on some music, you know, all that shit, of course. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm excited. All right, man. Well, peace. All right, man. Have a good one. I've been watching you slowly slipping as you taking all my bitching from this everyday addiction that keeps causing us friction. I just wanted you to listen. Then I took a second look and I could tell you were glitching. Yeah, this book has been my mission. I'm sorry, mama. I just want to get you out of this prison. Maybe I've become too different and that makes me a little distant. But you raised a fighter, so that's why I'm so persistent with this vision. Been cutting through this info with precision that I've been handed. I know you can't stand it, but this fibromyalgia has got your mind completely stranded. And it all takes me back to that dream I had as a kid where you puffed a cigarette and turned to ash. Now it's all up in smoke, up in smoke. You've always been my ride or die behind everything I wrote. That I wrote. Now you're drifting off. I'm at the end of my rope and I'm not strong enough to watch So I just cry alone and now it's all up in smoke You've always been my ride or die behind everything I wrote Now you're drifting off, I'm at the end of my rope And I'm not strong enough to watch so I just cry alone All these symptoms that they listed, you think this shit was contagious Now it's got your mind spaced and falling asleep in different places Ending up with tons of bruises, you're never really there, it's like everything it's confusing This battle that you're losing Is making me wreck my brain Till I give myself a contusion I know you don't understand Why I'm stuck to this movement But then I look at you And I'm reminded why I still do it Cause I know there's something more Waiting for us And who knows The cure for all this Could be hiding in this course That's why I've exerted Every option I see Cause I'm tired of fucking doctors Turn my mom into a zombie Let me find who turned you to a target I'm tossing them in the hot seat now it's all up in smoke You've always been my ride or die Behind everything I wrote Now you're drifting off I'm at the end of my rope And I'm not strong enough to watch So I just cry alone And now it's all up in smoke You've always been my ride or die Behind everything I wrote Now you're drifting off I'm at the end of my rope And I'm not strong enough to watch So I just cry alone, cry alone